Hello, class, and you are listening to Podcast 118, a Hey Arnold Reeducation, where every week two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive, and sometimes reckon with every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon, Hey Arnold. Uh, I am pretty well fed, not too hungry, and my name is Michael. I am also fed and not hungry, and my name is Sean. What did what did you have for dinner tonight? It's a I... considering this this episode. Yeah. I am a meal prep human, so oh, right I just on. had like a a ground pork stir fry with a bunch of veggies Damn. fried in a little bit of chili oil, like not too much to be like you know unhealthy, but enough uh-huh. to like impart flavor. Uh, well, it's cucumbers, it's a load of bell peppers. Oh wait, sorry, yes, yeah, load of bell peppers. <laughs> um, I need to remember that I have that. You do. Uh, a couple of carrots jalapeno it's good it's damn good. It's, it's, you know it's relatively plain i mean the flavor comes from the amount of vegetables that are in it volume eating i love it i'm into it do into you it. do you good do you use the uh, the fly by jing chili oil i've been seeing that a lot online or do you just go for like that usual brand with the ladies picture on it i have had fly by jing and i enjoy the sichuan chili crisp okay it's a different flavor uh laogan ma is a really really laogan solid ma solid option oh yeah totally um, it's a mainstay i go yeah, through i go mainstay. through a lot of that in my kitchen yeah right now i have laogan ma okay. um but i have been wanting to try the i forget what the like not Sichuan chili crisp of fly by jing is it's another one yeah they um, have a few i've been curious to try them out i just haven't i mean i see that i see you get them in like a cool little box and it's Oh, packaging. Yeah, packaging. Packaging, packaging game on that on that they, company is, is they great. They appeal to the millennials, <laughs> millennials. That is true. Just as just as just as this uh, podcast should. Yeah, you can yeah, check us out. We're two Gen Z two... youngins. That's <laughs> us. <laughs> I try to try to I try to connect a little bit. I worked with a lot of Gen Z youngins at one point in time. Um, I had well, we had. For those who don't know, my wife works for grocery outlet Bargain Market, and uh, so I had some sway. I'm sorry, Michael, sway. I need to interrupt you. Yeah, you can't say where she works without singing the jingle. Grocery so outlet Bargain to... Market. Is that how it goes? You're close. You're a little off key. Uh, but I... You want me to put on my reverb for it? Sure. Go ahead. Hit us. Hit us with a little bit of that uh, toy <laughs> plastic microphone. Reverb. Echo. Reverb. Grocery outlet Bargain Market. Wow, that's uh, those are Thank notes. You. Thank you. Good job. Nice one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you to me. You're welcome to you. Quite so. I had uh, we had some like baked sway sway fish fillets with mm. a what was in the sauce? Uh, sway is good. Called white fish. Yes, called for some white dry white wine, but I used Shaoxing wine instead because that's Fair. it's better. Um, some butter, cilantro, salt, pepper. Gar minced garlic, I think that. Oh, and some lemon juice. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Roast beef, some chicken, a pizza. Yes. Some roast beef, some chicken, a pizza. Nice. Uh, some air fried zucchini on a Let's very go. conservative bed of rice. Some California <laughs> fish grill vibes, and I would love to be sponsored by California Fish Grill because their food is pretty damn good. Um, <laughs> um, a fair call. Yes, for sure. So, anyways, y'all, um, we're no, we're just kind of broadcasting from our bunker right now 
our respective bunkers. But if you want to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Good Pods, which is like Goodreads, but for podcasts, or Letterboxd, but for podcasts, or Serialized, but for podcasts, I'm just naming apps that I use to track the media I consume right now. Uh, (laughs) You can find us on any one of those platforms and probably other platforms we don't really know about because I don't pay that closely to where our podcast is being shared to on red circle which is our hosting Michael, platform maybe people are pirating our podcast maybe that they would be are cool. that'd be cool hell yeah it'd be <laughs> and i hope they don't get uh i hope they don't get flagged for pirating it like i did for my internet provider when i use uh, tor- a vpn i didn't remember i didn't think know what vpns were in like 2015 and i just really wanted to watch teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadows judging a little bit but that's it's okay. fair that's fair but i didn't want to pay yeah. for the movie so i think i i deserve a little bit of grace there <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fine you can are... give yourself the grace because i thank will you not. thank you appreciate it anyways <laughs> it's fine it's fine i have to be my own best friend like beyonce is in me myself and i uh, great song deep cut off of dangerously in love i'm pretty sure um you just deep cut yourself <laughs> It's okay, I think we're both stroking the pride here, it's so I'll fine. Take it. I don't know. I'm feeling a little. I'm. I'm. This. This episode. This episode we're about to talk about tonight is just like it was just vibes. Very kind of just like breezy, but yeah, we'll get right yeah. to it. Easy viewing. Very easy. So I think that's it's coming through in the uh, the temperament right now in the recording. So anyway, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at PC118Pod or X and Instagram. Who gives a shit at this point about that one? Um, I'm probably just delete that one, but whatever. So we're here to talk about uh, season two, episode 13 of Hey Arnold. Uh, the first part being eating contest, which originally aired on November 3rd, 1997, written by Joseph Purdy and directed by the two hand team of Kelly James and Steve Saki, in which Arnold enters and I kind of actually judged up. I think like all of the, uh, Summaries online were kind of ass. I kind of judged up one and just like added a little bit of more context. Um, So Arnold enters an annual eating contest with grandpa's insistence, only to be faced with some serious competition in the form of a gluttonous boy named Seymour, a.k.a. The Disposal. This has been and always will be one of my favorite episodes. And I realize it's all just built around the set piece of the eating contest. It's, It's actually kind of like a nice role reversal slash like sequel to steely phil but arnold but it's actually what grandpa initially wanted arnold to do in the first place which was compete in the chinese checkers tournament on his behalf to like reclaim the family honor but it's the exact same thing here with the eating contest but arnold actually goes through with it that's a good read i did not look that far into it because for me this episode was also iconic it was one that i remember very very well but then watching again realized that nothing really happens other than the what you're presented contest. with, yeah. which is fine. I mean, it's kids, <laughs> it's kids TV, and that was like my full summary. Was like, oh, this episode was like true kids TV, like like visual gags and like fun. Um, yeah, like none of none of the bottom. mood, none of the mood of Hey Arnold or like the sort of emotional, emotionally intelligent beating heart that it's known for. It's just like, hey, let's just mm-hmm. draw these kids eating crazy ass food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or like 15 servings of like the kitchen sink ice cream. Yeah. Uh, which I've still yet to try. I saw some kids eat it. It's and just it was, fucking it was, ice cream. It was Sorry, surreal. it's just fucking ice cream. Have you been to uh, San Francisco Creamery and seen it? Or So there are a number of different places that okay, offer sure. the kitchen sure, sure. sink, right? Like there's a couple of like Black Bear Diner kind of does it. 
yeah. I think Blackbird Diner does one, but I forget the name of the. There's like a a chain of old timey like soda ice cream parlors that were in mm. SoCal for a while, and they were okay. All the ones with like you know the like the little jukebox on the table and stuff like that, and they mm. also offered a kitchen sink, and it was just ice cream. Yeah, that's true. Ice cream. That's true. Stuff. <laughs> it certainly is. Do Do you want to just should we just start with like a little inventory of all the food that is kind of consumed here? Because I'm curious please to hear. Regale me. Okay, regale sure. me, please. So. And all the while, I'd like you to consider the question, like, what foods of okay. this on here would you most want to try? Which foods would you not touch at all? So let's start there. Okay, um, I'm going to live type with okay. this. Okay, hold so on. first... Let me, make, let me make two columns. Let me make two columns. Hold on, hold okay, on, hold on, hold on. Making, cool. Where can this fit? T-chart. Uh, Notes what app? I would eat the sh out of. Okay. And what I would not okay. eat. So first we have 1929 era pie. From Grandpa's flashback. Flashback. I'm into it. I'd eat it. Okay. Uh, Hella ice cream. No. No. Pass. Okay. No. Tacos from El Patio. That sounds kind of lit. I'm always into a taco, and the okay. tacos looked pretty loaded. They did. Too. They did look good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I can't remember if it was. Oh, you know, I think I'm also thinking of the tacos uh, that Harold eats in the cafeteria. I'm like. Dude, like chasing a taco with like a pickleback actually sounds kind of good. I guess it does depending not on it sound good. Depending no, on the it depending not. on the taco, I don't know. Like for me, like I had some really spicy chorizo tacos over the weekend. So I was thinking like maybe just a little bit. No, no, no. The only <laughs> <Just me. laughs> like tangy sourness I want with a taco is the lime. Okay, that's fair. That is fine. That's lime all juice. that I want is I want it as a garnish. Yeah, not like an overwhelming okay. vinegar. <laughs> No. All right, fine. Uh, next, Grandma's Stuffed Bell Peppers. I fucking love a stuffed bell pepper. Yeah, I think as a kid, I think maybe it was because of Helga's like, God, he's like, crying mini. What did your grandma put in these socks? Like, I was like, oh, stuffed bell peppers. Hey, that, that sounds kind of supposed to be secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just the way, yeah, like, Stinky gets laid out after eating it. But I think I had a stuffed bell pepper, maybe. I forget. Well, yeah, my my stepmom bought one from someplace, and I, I dug it. I definitely want to try making it. I still haven't oh, done it, but stuffed bells yeah. are so good. They are so good, and you can stuff them with not a load of meat. That's true. You can stuff them with a bunch of other veggies. You can stuff them with whatever the heck good, you want. Good idea. Good yes. idea. Oh my god, sorry. That just reminded me of this. Like it's like trending now. They sell it at Downtown Disney. It's like a it's like a giant jalapeno. Popper, but it's just a poblano that they stuff with like cheese and bacon bits, and they bread it, and then they dip it in corn. They dip it in uh, corn dog batter, and then bread it, and then they deep fry it. Sounds like theme park food. I think my new favorite that popped out of this episode was the souvlaki from Gino Souvlaki stand. I didn't know what souvlaki was as a kid, and then I had mm. it for the first time like seven, six years ago, and I really dug it. So yeah, I will. Yeah, I would totally I... get down on that. I love a good souvlaki. And then uh, Mrs. Johansson special Caesar salad, which no pass, pass. I mean, that in was a just mass quantity. Mix. Yeah, there was no, no. dressing on that. <laughs> no. That's what's no. so special no. about it. There's nothing else on it. The best salads are the ones that incorporate at least a little bit of vegetable crunch, not mm -hmm. crouton crunch. And Mrs. Johansson salad looked like it was just, oh, this is what is in the aisle that says, hey, make a salad. 
and it's like the box of spring mix. She works at that one random grocery corner store bodega. Okay, it's not her fault. <laughs> pass, pass. Okay. She didn't remember right. to wash it. She just puts it in the in the salad spinner okay. and thinks that the salad spinner is just a replacement for like mixing the salad together. And then she put the entire bag of croutons <laughs> in it. She didn't do any cherry tomatoes, and if she did, there weren't enough. And she did not slice or julienne red peppers. Or red yeah, onions not, to drop on top of it. She was not that's shredded like a, she was not shredded like a julienne salad, man. She wasn't. No, nah, yeah. I mean, if it was like the Trader Joe's Caesar salad, I would totally eating contest that shit. <laughs> Big fan. I ate a lot of that back in the day when I wasn't cooked before I Those started cooking lit. for yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Even and the, the Costco salads are good. The Costco Caesar salad. Yeah, is pretty nice too. yeah, yeah. In the circular container. Yeah, yeah. Their sure. their dressing has a decent consistency. Yeah. It's probably so bad because it's so like. Thick and creamy. Factory made, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have a pretty. I, pretty, I can get down with it. I have a pretty like sick like copycat alternative Caesar dressing that I've found and uh, definitely guilt free uh, or reduced guilt, but it tastes pretty close. Love that. Is that a yogurt one? Yeah, it's like yogurt, Worcestershire, lemon juice, Dijon, garlic, and Parmesan oh, cheese. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's it. I might be missing like yeah. a little bit of salt and pepper, but yeah, you just water Love it down. That. You just get the consistency the way you want it uh and then i think too uh, i already mentioned the ice cream uh which mm -hmm. was ultimately seymour's undoing but we'll get there um and then finally the 40 pound garlic kielbasa hell dude <laughs> yes yeah right. hell yes you had me at garlic it was 40 pounds of garlic i still would eat it <laughs> yeah that looked and it was like the way it's like strapped down with a huge belt like i don't know like cartoon sausages i think like hot dog I love like cartoon hot dogs always look so appetizing anyway. So just any yes. like sausage cylindrical yeah. situation going on. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would eat most of the food here. I was going to say it was like, and you could tell they really like went out of their way to, again, in, 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 uh, in Imagineering terms, like the food drawings were plussed up in this episode. It was like Ghibli, Ghibli level appetizing cartoon food. Yeah. Like yeah. Gerald's did. Gerald's big ass sandwich or whatever, like before yeah. this before the contest. Like I was yes. in the <laughs> Hell yeah. Everything but the herring sandwich, no pass. Yeah. <laughs> herring herring sandwich. sandwich. Gross. <laughs> no, thank you. Fishes with the X's for the eyes. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. My mom's big into like the uh, the sardines and stuff, like the salted sardines. So she would she'd probably eat something like that. Okay, IRL. If you were just in an eating contest, like what food of your choosing would you would you try to would you sign yourself up for? Even if like no, you know whether or not you felt like you really had a shot, but you're just like, hey, I just want to see how I do here. Um, do you have a food that comes to mind? A clarifying question. Okay. Uh, that if. The answer is yes, then I won't be able to answer this question. Okay. Does it have to be something that is like classically used as no, a food contest? No, no, event? no, whatever. Like, yeah, this is your this is your fantasy. I'm not gonna um, ask you to dip hot dogs in water and then break them in half and like like push them into your throat. Is hole. that a technique? That's a thing that like the Nathan's peoples do. Yeah. That's like the like the Joey Joey chestnuts of the world or whatever. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. Um, honestly, I would go really basic. I think I could smash a million chicken wings on the bone. Doesn't matter okay. which ones, flats or wings. Okay. I, I, could I think you I'd smash that. a milli. Honestly, I could probably put down an unhealthy amount of just like street corn. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Damn. With like, with like the mayonnaise and everything. Would, okay. 
Yeah. Because part of me, oh, yeah. I was about to say like Korean corn cheese, but I'm like, oh, you gotta like you gotta deal with yeah. the, with the cheese, the mozzarella and the and the mayonnaise mixed in. There, I could but... put it down. I could put it okay. down. Okay. <laughs> um, I also this is a this is like a, a stupid answer, but I could probably eat a like a shitload of apples. Like you know, a lot of apples. <laughs> For some reason. I don't know why, but yeah, like I think I remember you like being very just team Apple in our in our youth. Uh, so yes. I can I can totally yes. see you do that. Wait, like would they be uh, pre-sliced or just like it? Doesn't you know, like matter. whittle it down to the core. It doesn't okay, matter. Just, it doesn't matter how it, they prepared or not. Like, okay, I want my eating contest to also rate you on the like approach to the core that okay. you eat, sure, and sure. you are docked points for how many like you know percentage points of totally. the apple you could have eaten that totally. you chose not to because yeah. you're a little <laughs> um yes okay. i don't remember if it was here in this pod or if it was just in other conversations because it has happened that i've gone on a tirade about which apples are the best kind of apples and yeah it was like on it here was no it was here we were talking sure it was it was. Mis- <laughs> it was miss perfect we were talking about lila's macintosh apple and you went oh, on a whole yeah. <laughs> whole whole apple thing it was a whole thing <laughs> surprise yeah i could i could smash apples okay yes. sounds good sounds good i think it's those those okay or crab oh my oh. god okay. crab. okay with shelling because i can nice. shell it for time too right on this is pretty bad i would probably do like I'd, I'd probably never want to eat it again but i'd probably do like chicken katsu or something Ooh, yeah. They would have to be making it fresh, though. It couldn't sit out for. Oh, that's true. Because then it would, yeah, then it would just get all like not crispy anymore and stuff. But that was that was my initial. That's my initial answer to that question. I'll come back if if I so choose. Well, uh, yeah, and so we have this one-off character who is basically just like the nameless big bad, uh, Seymour, who attends PS one nineteen. Yeah, he does. And I forget. Yeah, like I always forget. Name him Seymour. My yeah, my me and my cousin, we would always we would be like eating at his house, and we'd be eating hella food because his aunt always cooked so much, or my his mom, my aunt always cooked so much, and we'd always like we'd always do the thing where like I think we thought we were parodying Seymour, but it was really curly, where you just freeze in your tracks and then you land face first in your food. Um, Curly's was funnier to me because like he just like was the best. He he just again it was just like a like it was like I have to say though like when um, okay let's talk about yeah let's talk about the 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 uh, defeat animations too. Do we have to do it in sequence or can I no 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 whatever just whoever go ahead go ahead go go to Seymour. So Seymour's was like you know just whatever. But then when they did the chocolate blood pooling, dude, <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. It was so funny. with like the so with like the sort of the, with like the dramatic like camera like pull out and it yeah. sort of like goes to one side. It was like that scene in the Untouchables when De Niro and Al Capone smashes the guy's head in yes. with the baseball yes. bat. I think it was yes. a, it was a visual call to that. It uh, was so so good and so obviously done Uh by somebody that's like hey i want to make a gag around like someone actually like like dying in the pool of their own blood (laughs) and it's gonna be ice cream and i think like wasn't there just a very visceral sound of him kind of like his stomach gurgling they really pushed that to the front and again just this like silent silent antagonist just yeah basically dying like you don't he stays face down in the ice cream cake. Oh, he definitely, I mean, <laughs> drowned, suffocated. I guess it could be both. Yeah, smothered, he, something like dead. that. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's 100% dead. Yeah, 
He's he's truly an urban legend now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, legend, butts. legends never die. <laughs> Nobody's seen more butts than you, Uncle Tony. Um, I like how yeah. Harold goes running for his mommy when his parents are, like, sitting second row at the, uh, <laughs> at the eating contest. Jeezy. Jeezy. So only ate two bites. <laughs> I love that. I love this contest. I love eating. Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh, I think I ate too fast. <laughs> they really like drew it out. They were like, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and the fact that it's voiceover Mommy. of all of it too is yeah. great. It's so good. And he like almost runs into the tent pole too, yeah. which I don't know if it was intentional, but like so good. Yeah. Oh, oh and Brainy like bounces off the stage. <laughs> Backwards and like just boing. He like he falls. He it's kind of a human slinky situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Recoils from the impact. <laughs> I fucking love it. And then I think, and then it's uh, you uh, not Eugene Stinky. I think just does he fall back or fall forward? I know, I know that. I, I just know the peppers. That, like he does that. Like oh yeah, he gets to the side. Yeah, that's, yeah. I yeah. think so. You know, you get like unique death animations for everybody. It's like playing Crash Bandicoot, depending on the uh, hazard. That you touch. It truly, truly was. <laughs> yes, but okay. so good. But anyway, singled back, out death animations. Right on. But anyway, yeah, back. Yeah, just back to the the character design of Seymour again. Just like the sort of like glazed over look. He's just all business and everything. His little pot belly. It's just this is this is his whole ass personality. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, you could easily get. Oh, what's his face? Matt Stoney to be part of this or something. But at, for some reason, mm. watching this, I just pictured Tony Revolori. Because <laughs> he kind of does, he, they look very similar, and you know Tony Revolori still gets away with playing like teenagers <laughs> in his in this stage of his career, even so. Yeah, I didn't think about casting for this, but that's that's pretty on the nose. Like <laughs> okay, okay. for a, for a one off gag cameo, yeah. this is it. And Tony Revolori's um, face is kind of dumb anyway. I think, just, or just depending on. I, I like him a lot. I like. I mean, I like. I knew him before Spider Man. Like, I saw him in yeah. Dope, and I thought he was cool there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's got the Wes Anderson cred, but so maybe we'll pull in that audience too. Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I know Seymour doesn't get any lines other than the burp, but I just imagine him talking like, "Who's the Who's the kid that he talks like this?" Oh, Peapod, Peapod. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like he just reminds me of yeah. Peapod. I can see that. Yeah, and if we're going by character design, his head is shaped like an inverted triangle because it's a funnel of the food into his stomach. Um, nice. That's the only thing that I like tried to stretch my brain for. Um, eating, this episode for sure. Um, I don't know if this is a stretch for the brain, but would it be fair for me to call this, for at least for me on my viewing, I saw this as a legit hate grandpa. Again, holding accountable for transgressions, even grandpa. Like, I think he gave, I always, I don't know what the word is. It's like the sports equivalent of a stage mom or stage dad. Like the ones who are like, oh, I'm, I peaked too early. So I'm going to try and make my kid do what I couldn't. Um, That's basically what grandpa does here. And like Arnold, maybe too, too docile or maybe too, too much of that filial piety going on, you know? Mm. Like to like not go along with it, but grandpa, grandpa kind of like wrecked Arnold's insides for the He's sake a, of this, a little heavy of this handed. clout, uh, clout pursuit. Eating through the pain is really bad advice. <laughs> I, yeah, that is really bad advice. I could agree with that if Arnold actually earned the win. Sure, sure. Just not eating the yes. entire time. And he, and of all things, he just bite. eats the fucking whipped cream. Arnold is a cheat is what he is 
And no, for sure. Because it's like, how was that even supposed to be? Like, I didn't get the sudden death of it all. Like, it's one ice cream cake to be shared among, like, are we to believe, let's say, had, like, Stinky, Brainy, uh, Harold, and uh, the, the, the blah, and uh, Curly, like, not been eliminated. How would that yeah. have worked if they were all still there? Like, yeah. how, how would you have determined, I guess, still, like, last person standing? But it seems a little flimsy because, by all accounts... Every other thing was like, here's your portion or here are your yep. portions. Like yep. you, you know, this is how we're judging this. This was not a regulated eating contest <laughs> is what was, it was. No. I don't think that there were fair operating standards of this practice. <laughs> and I don't think that it was set up for anybody to succeed or feel like they actually earned a win. Seymour ate at least 40% of what I was, was presented say, I was gonna say. in full. And Arnold ate maybe zero point zero 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 one percent of what was presented. And that doesn't seem like a fair way to win. Like hate Arnold. Yeah, it didn't feel as earned. Yeah, hate all of them. Hate everybody. They should have just they should have just given the they should have just made him finish off the herring sandwich to really earn the W. Also, we need to talk about Jolly Ollie Man being like literal evil while the ice cream is getting rolled out. Or even earlier, like when he's like when he's he's the one he's the one to give all the expositional speech about uh about uh seawards like, they, yeah. they say he's even got two stomachs <laughs> well i don't even remember the line do you remember what he says like when he's he's like cackling through his words he's I like say say your prayers <laughs> yeah. I, I just love how like actual evil jolly ollie man is <laughs> like he's so <laughs> he's he's unhinged yeah and i don't I don't remember the show well enough to remember Dude, if there is an episode have... that focuses on just Jolly Ollie Man and Curly hanging out, but <laughs> that would be an episode I would pay to see. I don't know that that's a thing, but I will say we like are... Curly doing an internship as a Jolly Ollie Man. Dude, you are like... You're kind of there. I don't want to say anything further because I really just want you to take it all in, and I, I almost hope that it's, that it's your turn to MC the episode, but mm. whatever. But it... The Jolly Ollie Man's day in the sun is has yet to come. Let's he's, fucking yeah, go. He's a hell yeah. We've been just getting small glimpses, but yeah, just the the yeah, it's just scary. <laughs> it's, it's, he's, he's it's terrifying. Still he's makes terrifying. me uncomfortable. He's, he's not. He's not fun to watch. <laughs> like of all the unstable adults in this show, he's arguably the most unstable. Like the most. Painfully aggressively like, unstable, like greasy and like. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, it's like I thought we just drew him like that because it was a heat wave, but no, he just always no. looks that way. And he's like always talking through gritted teeth, like eighteen dollars. Oh yeah, like, that is I, how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that was the vocal direction. Yeah. <laughs> They say he's even got two stomachs. Oh, yeah, that's way more. You're way more deranged with that yeah. physica phys physicalization. Yeah, and like, and grit, just try grit to, your teeth yeah. together as hard as you can and yeah. give me that line delivery. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what <laughs> I think that's all I got for this one. Any other any stray thoughts on eating contests? Father, oh, you yeah. have tears in your eyes. <laughs> Why, father? What was the you, what was the follow-up line? So that was Sean's rendition of what we are henceforth now referring to as Lil Grandpa. <laughs> Lil Grandpa. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It's like, like the it's like, the I'm entire... just so proud of you can eat so much food, son. <laughs> the whole flashback, I mean some of the flashbacks are all fever dreams. 
what that was a dumb sentence some of the flashbacks are fever dreams but this one in particular stands out because a we were robbed of the old old timey steely steely film music did they not play that one no did, they didn't play this song? They didn't. oh shoot okay because no. we just watched chinese checkers last weekend so i just still had that music yeah on the and brain. i was really upset about it uh but that's okay because they gave us a banger in the speed eating contest yeah, like, sequence that was fine yeah, it was that was stressful as hell. Yeah, that was fine. I still remember um, that cue. But the only note I have, other than "Go off, Phil and Father, you have tears in your eyes." Why, Father? <laughs> is that there was like an obviously Amish-inspired character in the audience? Oh, there just was. to like show how old and country <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> but that's all for me. It's yep. nineteen twenty, and I'm just doing the quick quick maths, as they said in that one. Uh, Big Shack said. So grandpa is 80 at the time of the show. Oh, he was like, he was in this eating contest when he's like six or seven years old or something. Which is about right, right? Because Arnold is nine in the the episode as is. And I guess kids. Yeah. 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 The only thing I will add is I think like stepping back, the concept of having an eating contest specifically sourced from local like food vendors. Yeah. It's pretty lit. Yeah, that like, is that is dope. That's yeah. so sick. It's the it's, neighborhood it's eat a off. block party yeah. too. Yeah. Like, that's great. Yeah. I love that. And Mr. Green just comes through as like the kind-hearted individual that we've known him to be in all the features we've seen from him so far. Uh-huh. Is like gruff but a kind, kind butcher. Yeah, just well, just wants to include everybody. So I yeah. had fun. This was like this is like good. I said at the top. This episode was just like pure kids TV. Yeah. And it was so good because of it. Say it big, big same. You might you might turn me into a lover of the next one because I just had a lot of feelings about the second half. Uh, Rhonda's Glasses, written by Anthony. <laughs> Ant- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. There's a very specific set of reasons why I love this okay, episode. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to just uh, let you shine as, on, <laughs> as brightly as only Sean can. Uh, written by Antoinette Stella, directed by Larry Likelighter. In which Rhonda finds out what unpopular kid life is like when she is forced to wear a pair of ugly glasses. Um, and I'm just going to open. I'm sorry. I know she's both a child and fictional, uh, but I I just, I just not even in, in the acronym sense. I just, I just hate Rhonda Wellington Lloyd. <laughs> and yes. I, I, I kind of hate that I have to sit through at least two more episodes that center on her <laughs> yes. and her just like unwarranted uh, victim mentality. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why I love this episode. Fair. Like, fair. I, I love it so much because there's just no reason other than, hey, let's make sure we have a character that, like, probably their parents are, like, either rich enough or pretend that they're rich enough to not send this kid to a public school. Right? Like, finish it. Oh, yeah. Be here. They're like, yeah, like, for real. Like, why, why is she slumming it at PS 118 when she could be at, like, the, like, douche Baggington Academy? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I love how vain Rhonda is. I love okay, it fine, because it's fine. so unwarranted <laughs> and i mean like we talked about last episode like, like one mm-hmm. of my favorite shticks to do is like because <laughs> i'm perfect <laughs> for like no reason about like fucking nothing and that's entirely what this episode it's was was Rhonda's her being so- very very vain yeah but then also my favorite brand of like i guess 90s 80s like really any era of comedy is bashing <laughs> on nerds and then having your comeuppance <laughs> because i think that like Nerd and geek are such a great insult because they're soft, <laughs> yeah, but they're also targeted. Yeah, 
it's, it's like it's really mean spirited, but it's so fucking dude. Funny. And then it's like, like so, so <laughs> I had to pause so many times because I was dying. The amount of like all caps notes I have for this episode in particular is disproportional to the entire series to date. Okay, and on, honestly, it is actually okay. Screw it. I think I've already come around on this. Like, it is this weirdly like emotional roller coaster ride and like mixed with like i don't know if they knew this going in they're like hey what's like what is like a prejudicial thing that like kids have to endure but i'm like okay yeah sitting in the back of the bus but then i'm like dude like are you trying to like are we casting freaking uh like ronda in like the rosa parks role it's almost (laughs) it it almost think that hard don't think okay it almost i'm just saying it almost becomes like a dances with wolves last samurai avatar thing where it's like she doesn't give a fuck about these this marginalized group until she's forced to like live among them and then she's like hey my name is jake sully and we have to defend the umatikaya like life tree from the guy who from the crazy scary guy with the bus cut whatever his name was yeah um, but yeah. yeah he was a good enough villain to bring back i'll be honest okay i think he was, i, I, I am think aware he was i am great... aware he came back but yeah did you see the uncharted fan film where he played sully because that was that was pretty that was no but that, that sounds great I'll, I'll send you the link later anyway back to this back to this crazy ass this is fever dream morality tale of like yeah. empathy i don't i don't lack know. of empathy yes yeah, yeah no. for sure i still don't think Ronda she actually learns anything have... Rhonda would never have learned this lesson if she didn't have shitty eyesight. Like True. she would never have come around to like see others <laughs> as equal to her. No way. Human never. as as humans. <laughs> never. Oh my god. And take your geeky glasses with you. <laughs> like, oh my god, I love this episode so much. <laughs> so much. Like, I don't even remember what this line. Like, I wrote ha 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 the eye bags. I don't remember who fucking had eye bags. Maybe it was her. I don't know. Maybe, or was it Nurse Shelley, who we learned is like oh, no. Sheena's aunt? Or it was definitely it was definitely Rhonda. It was, Rhonda. It was definitely okay. Rhonda because the one after the note after it is, "What if my ears are crooked? Oh, Why yeah. does everything <laughs> happen to me? I'm what so if my ears unlucky. are crooked." <laughs> her mom might have had eye bags because she looked like, "Oh, I'm bored and tired of being rich." I think Maybe, I remember. But her. We also got that like ritzy tune too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just my God, it was so good because like. I don't even remember the context, but either Rhonda or somebody says glasses are for nerds. I'm, and I have yeah. I have a retort because okay. glasses are really versatile. First, yeah. you can have glasses wearing girls take them off and suddenly become beautiful. Yeah. Or have girls wearing glasses them? flashing cute grins. Or have girls uh-huh. stealing the protagonist's glasses and putting them on like, ha got your glasses. It's just way too cute. Yeah. Also, boys with glasses. I really like when their glasses have that suspicious looking gleam. Like it's amazing how it can look really cool or just be like Mm. a joke. And I really like how it can fulfill all those different abstract needs. Like being (laughs) able to switch up the styles and the colors of glasses based on your mood. is a lot of fun too. It's like so much fun. You have those like half rim glasses or the thick frame glasses, everything. (laughs) And like, if you're, you're like enjoying these different kinds of glasses at a buffet. Like I really would love For to sure. see like Helga try some on or like yeah. Arnold try some on to augment his weird ass head. <laughs> we were like, we really need glasses to become a thing in Hey Arnold. So like, don't you think we really need to 
officially gave it's everyone cool. glasses. Yeah. I started wearing glasses three years ago and I was like, I mean, I kind of always figured, I remember as a kid, like I was kind of jealous that my mom wore glasses. I was like, I would try to put the glasses on and they would be terrible for me because her eyesight was so bad. But, and I remember that, you know, we grew up, we went, we went to high school in that magic golden era where all the hype beasts and swagapinos would like punch the lenses out of their <laughs> real D 3d glasses just to wear the frames. And, uh, that was, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's always been that kind of, it's just the it's it's an ornament for the face. That's that's what glasses ultimately are. And I really, I mean, I was totally fine when I had to start wearing them. But yeah, like I'm, I there are days where I just prefer wearing my glasses longer, like not just while I'm working. Um, I'm just so jealous because my vision is perfect and always has been perfect. <laughs> so I never got the, the chance you'll to always wear be glasses. In the front of the bus. Other than blue light glasses, and people know that they're blue light glasses, Michael. Like you just don't you don't understand how difficult it is to be me. I'm just so unlucky. You're just so. Man, what's the point of living? I might as well die. That's actually a line from the Brady Bunch movie, but it is a similar, <laughs> similar, basically a similar uh, situation. <laughs> um, Michael, I'm surprised you didn't lose your shit at this episode because there's so many good lines. Like, I know. Rear, rear, I know. Oh, I'm... you want to borrow my new pocket protector? It was it's so really much. cool. Well, I was going to say, no, no, no. This is, okay, fine. Now, good segue. I know that you like last time we covered uh, last time we were on Eugene's pet. You were just so like anti Eugene, but yes. he's kind of the MVP of this episode. He, he like really is. He's he, really he kind of takes back. charge. He's like the leader of the geeks, which you never really yeah. thought about being the case. But like leader of the geeks, <laughs> leader of the geeks. <laughs> like he's and he's kind of a sweetheart like he's not like you know he's not belittling ron he's just bringing her into the fold he's just be, he's just being really precious he about it he's just like kind and welcoming yeah. and i yes but i and, love it and, and, and we got you did uh, i think it's ben diskin yeah, yeah yeah that's who that's who voices eugene he didn't have to give us two completely independent line readings of him throwing up in the back of the bus, but he gave us he gave us two completely independent line readings of him gift. throwing up in the back of the bus, which is in the back of the mix. You can barely hear it, yeah. but they're perfectly distinct, like retching cacophonies, and I just really respected that. Out of him I as a put voice him actor. up there in the top three of like dry heaving voice actors. <laughs> Like, who else is on this list <laughs> so the other two are both from it's always sunny wow okay, sean okay. what a surprise you're talking about okay. sunny again caitlin olsen is okay. number one okay for like <laughs> you get so many good dry heave okay. moments from her i'll send you like a a, oh, a, a link to okay. at least a specific scene sounds good and then in one of the more recent episodes charlie day does a really good a really good dry heave while okay. eating interestingly enough because you mentioned teenage mutant ninja turtles like Pizza? 80s era teenage mutant ninja turtle fruit pies oh bought in 2023 <laughs> and he's eating them and he's he's like it's an episode about inflation so he's trying to like say like oh yeah the value of these will increase and he like eats one to like tempt frank into okay. buying them okay. him. he's like <laughs> <laughs> while he's like talking through Okay. It's like spiel. <laughs> and then Eugene's number three. Okay. And then, well, this isn't acting. This is just real life. I think Steve-O is still my top Okay, but those are, yeah, tier. the real life. Well, no, that's, are, that's real yeah. life. That's different. But I still, bet he could go, do a good fake dry heave, too. Though. Probably. Probably. Yeah. And then it would just become real anyway. But it's okay. Yeah. His teeth aren't real anyway. I've seen him remove his, like, okay. his, like dentures. It's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. Nice. Um, 
So but, okay, my favorite laugh of this episode, I will say, like, I didn't expect this. I like, I knew it was coming, but I didn't. I forgot how funny it actually is when Nurse Shelley is like, you know, I used to like, I I wore glasses all the time, and I was the most popular girl in school or something. And they do the dramatic sting, but like the best version, which is not just like the horn blast, but it's like horn blast, cowbells going off, and <laughs> yeah. high pitch girl girly scream and yeah. then they do like a push in on nurse shelly and they like do a dutch tilt on the camera yeah. <laughs> it's so mean i'm like she's a sweet middle-aged lady she's like not ugly by any stretch of the imagination she's she looks kindly as all hell it's yes. just Rhonda. this it's just again it's just Rhonda's. if anything yes this did put us in Rhonda's mindset way more than best friends between her and Nadine. I kind of wish we got this first. Yes. Like, just so we like so we know great. who we're dealing with or whatever, right? Like yeah. kind of thing. Like this is this really would have been so good before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've always known that the thumbs up gesture is really fucking geeky. There's nothing about this that is like cool at all. Is that is that is that when Curly fi- or when Eugene fixes the glasses? Is that when he does it? Oh no, or no when he puts the cardboard on the, uh, on the I'm pretty sure it's table. the cardboard to the yeah, table. Yeah, They're yeah. like, yeah, yeah. He like he gives it. He gives it. Like... He gives it the shake. He's like, <laughs> and he like waits for her to <laughs> to return the thumbs up gesture. <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode so much. Never mind. I, I like it again. Episode. It came back around. It came back around. <laughs> Because then I just think about the fairly odd parents. Oh, I can't see a thing without my glasses. I can't see very well. I can see. I can fight. So good. Artie Leibovitz. Leibovitz. So good. So good. (laughs) I'm pissed with how this episode ends. Okay. Okay. Because, like, we really didn't need a hate Arnold moment, but this- Dude! This might be like the top of my hate Arnold this is, moments yes. so far today. Okay, okay, right? okay, okay. Because I want us both to give our interpretation because he right. deserves to be hated on twice. Okay, fine. Um, Queen of the Geeks, Rhonda Wellington Lloyd, delivers a great, great position from first-person perspective on why things should be subverted. And I love that. Like, great. A good moral here to end on that like, hey, you can't just judge people because they wear glasses or make them sit somewhere because they wear glasses. Blah. And the point was made. It was clear. It was fine. And then Arnold has the fucking gall to stand up and say it again for no reason. Mm-hmm. Simpler, dumber, from the middle of the bus, like not aligned to any of the parties. And that's when everyone decides to listen. <laughs> you, Arnold. <laughs> yeah, I just saw it as there's that concept in a. Uh... How I Met Your Mother, one of the later seasons, the concept of being a a stamp tramp as opposed to having a tramp stamp. And I figured this was like just textbook tramp, uh, stamp tramp behavior. It robs Rhonda of the like of her arc, of her sort of self-actualization, of her advocacy of the of the geeks, so to speak. Yes. To have like Arnold come in. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like you're watching freaking it's like you're watching Charlie Brown, whatever. Linus mm-hmm. gives the moral, 
and then right after freaking i don't know peppermint patty comes in and says the very same thing which she would totally yeah. do because she lacks she, would 100% she, do she lacks so much self-awareness but yeah it would be just as frustrating as that it was <laughs> terrible it was the worst and it was the worst part <laughs> is that it's exactly what i expect from arnold <laughs> uh well i think well, well okay i not necessarily future spoilers but we're gonna take a hard left turn back into time next week uh as we like go back to wrap up like the season one era of hey arnold and it's gonna be just a lot of like arnold stuff that's hard to sit with like quieter actually i think this arnold is a little more mouthy i think that's the main that's one of the bigger differences of this second iteration um, yeah so we'll see how the rest of that pans out love that <laughs> uh quick gag runner this is eugene's only fifth utterance of i'm okay which but probably my favorite because it's clearly i just threw up and like we've all been there like yeah you do you void your bowels of the vomit and throw up and you're just like i'm i'm okay (laughs) (laughs) hugging the toilet very much not yes oh dude no big okay dark horse mvp the like just interstitial uh, overhead PA announcements from Principal Warts. Did yeah, you guys? Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the student health committee meeting has been canceled due to illness. Or the, <laughs> like, um, everybody, like all fourth graders, must report to the. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't quite read this. Uh, uh, I need my glasses. Oh, uh, to the library for a compulsory eye exam. <laughs> so good it's so stupid yeah this episode was great is what it is could have used more of that like i don't know if it's going to become like a running gag but yeah it felt like it felt like the uh like the uh the marquee jokes in a captain underpants book or like the yeah or the uh yeah like the church marquee puns on the simpsons or whatever like Mm -hmm. i was like dang i like this principal warts because i usually hate them but whatever all right we get at least two more of these like woe is me rondas so you know that's just a lot of material for annie murphy to chew on which okay like okay i would love to see annie murphy's take on this i will say that yeah this was this was fun i don't know why like i think it just we had a weird sort of like weird roller coaster kind of peak and valley thing going on in with the last few episodes but then all of a sudden it just came back like so hard and fast and strong um with these with these two so i had a lot i had a lot of fun with it Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so jealous for what... Okay, I'm so happy you get this one. Okay, cool. You're gonna... Okay, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you all for joining us on this uh, on this ride that was this episode. Uh, please tune in for the next installment in which Sean will take point and we, because of weird, I'm sure weird behind the scenes decisions, we go back into essentially to finish off essentially season one, really, mm-hmm. by all accounts, in which Sean will discuss both Helga's boyfriend and crush on teacher. Love it. Okay. Give me some love episodes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, these are, I mean, I guess these are both kind of forbidden love in a in a certain sense or love that was not meant to be. Let's put it uh, that way. Would um, you say the forbidden fruit, <laughs> often known as an apple? my yeah. favorite yes your favorite yes because <laughs> two recovering uh christian adjacent young adult males <laughs> but anyway okay 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 mr simmons morals for eating contest i again just like don't put your don't put your small don't put your developing grandchild's body through hell just because you did not 
closed the deal 70 years <laughs> prior however long it was yeah yeah that's a that that's, okay. that is a better lesson than don't cheat at an eating contest and <laughs> be all excited that you won air quotes if you're gonna eat the damn ice cream cake don't eat the don't eat the whipped cream like go for yeah. the go for the take meaty an part. actual bite yeah take an actual bite <laughs> while your while your opponent drowns in a pool of his chocolate <laughs> <Maybe>. blood <laughs> And turn his head to the side. Okay, okay. At least give him the courtesy of that. That's true. That is also yeah. true. Uh, and then Mr. Simmons moral. I had more of a like a rant about this, but I couldn't distill it. So I just, I just something about like something. I don't know. If you're gonna be an ally, be like a legit ally and not just like performative <laughs> to your own ends or just because I don't know. Consider that like everyone's humanity before and not just after yours is put into question. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't have to experience something in first person to ally. Yes, precisely. There we are. Yeah. And uh, don't just listen into some moral, you know, upheaval from the middle of the bus and then decide that you're the one that has to convince everybody of something. Uh, you know, that's it's all good. I think uh, Arnold may have invented virtue signaling. I think I think that's what we just <laughs> he did. I think he that's did. just what we uh, stumbled onto. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, never eat herring sandwiches or raspberries. Mm-hmm.